Mario! Here we go! Thanks, Mario, for that intro. Welcome to RTG, Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation. Um, we are your casters, Rob and Seb. It's a me! <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. How you all doing? So this is our 64th episode. We're super excited about it. Um, really want a quick Give a shout out to everybody that's listening to us and a quick shout out to at projects flexo. If you need a mechanic, check him out. He's on the gram, but all that said and done, we need to choose our topic. So let me take this Pyrex ball. Shake it. Don't stir it. Oh yeah. It's 64. So, you know, we're given that it's a me Mario theme kind of thing. If that made sense. Probably okay. didn't. Okay. Today's topic is, Let's see. What is the greatest FOMO moment you've experienced? What is the greatest FOMO moment you've experienced? And FOMO, for those that don't know what it means, it's fear of missing out moment. Uh, The greatest one that you've experienced, like obviously that you haven't experienced, right? Like as in people did and you wanted to do? No, you have experienced. Like like if... Like there was a moment that you're like, fuck, I need to get on this. And then I, I got on it. That's what you're saying. Or you missed. <clears throat> oh, you missed. Hmm. <laughs> I would say. Um, I don't no, I'm sorry. If... Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. The question was, what is the greatest um, FOMO moment you've experienced? So whatever, what has been your experience? Sorry, we're, we're not on the ball today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that means... <laughs> I love this question because it's so confusing and I love that. So that means I didn't experience it, correct? <laughs> no, you've, ex- you've experienced it. I've done it, it. I've done the thing. You, no, you've either done it or you didn't, or you are part of it. You know, like you, okay. you saw you were a witnesser. Got it. Okay. So mine would have to be, it's still the same answer then. Mine would have to be um, skydiving. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like I was Wait. worried... I was worried I was going to miss out on it, like an experience that I felt like a bunch of people have done. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and I was worried that like, if I got older or got more responsibility or I thought about it too long, I would, I would not do it. Um, so I basically just did it on a whim. You skydived? Yeah. Yeah. I, Shut I the deci- fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I decided literally the day before. Uh, registered online and then at 5 a.m. in the morning got in my car called the three friends that were supposed to come with me all three of them bailed out and I just drove there myself wow yeah were you married at the time no it was a long time ago like 10 years ago oh wow so you're ahead probably 15 wow so you're a strapping yacht stud the world's mm-hmm. your oyster. <clears throat> yeah. Your parents, had, your parents had no idea. No one. I told no one. Not my parents. I didn't tell my parents or my brother. Nothing. Brothers. So you nothing. could have potentially became a pancake. Pancake right there on the floor. Yeah. And I, no jumped out, no. I jumped out of 14,000 um, feet in the air. 14,000 square feet? 14,500. Okay. Where, where were you jumping from? San Diego. Where, San, you were in San Diego at the time? I drove, drove there. I drove you, to San Diego. 
So you woke up buttfuck early in the morning at 5 a.m. to drive yes. to San Diego to jump mm-hmm. out of an airplane. Yes. Why San Diego? Uh, I think it was the closest one and the quickest one I could have registered that night. Mm. I always want to do different ones afterwards, but that was, it was an experience. I loved it. I thought it was really interesting. It wasn't as, the scariest part for me actually was um, the climb with the airplane. That was the weirdest part. But I did a tandem jump. So I jumped with someone. Uh, I didn't, I don't, you can't jump alone unless you jump. I mean, that those were the rules back then, but you couldn't jump alone unless you did it seven times. Now I and think then, it's more. Yeah. You have to get like licensed or something or someone yeah. has to be, because that's going to be an intense thing to do. And mm. did you get the DVD? Did I someone didn't. Record, did they even have that stuff that you can get recorded? They did. They asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, not really. <laughs> did you at least get a picture? Uh, no. They Honestly, know. I'm the type of person that just doesn't care. Like my wife always tells me that. She's like, dude, take a picture. Or like, why don't you ever take pictures of stuff? Or like, I'm just the type of person that doesn't really care about recording the moment, you know? Except these. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, you're pressing record, so <laughs> but I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, you're right. Um, so uh, I I didn't record it. No, I didn't document it. I mean, I have the paperwork, but I didn't actually record it. But it was very crazy. Like it's scariest part was flying up for sure. That to me was like disturbing because I would like look out the door. Mind you, there was like a door, a big open door. I'd like look out of it and I'd be like, dude how how high up are we and he'd be like oh like six thousand feet and i'm like oh shit i think i don't know how tall mount everest is but i feel like he dropped out of the height of mount everest jesus yeah like think it about was, that it was supposed to be like thirteen thousand feet but they went up 1500 extra why <laughs> just the fuck would you because you're there early and you're like oh he's from la fuck this guy could be could be uh, you know it's cool what they did was a really cool thing this guy never told me after he's like oh we don't do this too often the pilot doesn't but they just want to do it because it's more exciting he tilted <laughs> the plane like almost <laughs> yeah he tilted the plane almost 90 degrees and huh? then we fell out of it oh my god which gives you the feel it's a different feeling so when you jump out of a plane just like like perpendicular to the gl- ground um you just jump out and you fall down but when it's like tilted almost 90 degrees, when you jump out, you're already facing. So before you jump out, you have to yourself climb out of the plane. And then there's this like pole outside uh-huh. that you grab onto and you lean back. You know, uh-huh. you're like kind of leaning back and looking down. And the guy that's tandem with you is behind you, attached to you. So you do everything like he can't push you off the plane and shit. So if you're checking out, you're checking out. So you have to climb out and then you have to hold on and then you have to let go. You know, so when I climbed out and I was holding on, the, the plane was normal, like horizontal. Um, and then right before I was going to jump, uh, he started tilting the plane more and more and more. And I'm like, holy shit, is this normal? He said, like, you could jump whenever you want. So I just kept waiting until it tilted a lot. And then I jumped out. And it's really exciting. Dead quiet, by the way. Right when you press to pull the chute. So you're going like terminal velocity. Um, and then like for about... Uh, like a minute, minute and a half, you're you're just falling, free falling, and you can wave your hands and shit, and he lets you do all that stuff. He lets um, you do it. Yeah, it's like no, stop it. Slaps no, your he head. does. So there's things you learn. It's a 20 minute course you learn before you jump, which is like two taps means put your hands in your like a cross position, you know, like a Wakanda position, 
Mm-hmm. And then one tap on the head means like you can release your hands and move it freely because it'll mess with the like aerodynamics, right? Of him trying to spin and shit like that. Uh, he, and he did spin in the backflips. It was really cool. He did backflips? Yeah, he did backflips, front flips. He did spins fast, like clockwise and counterclockwise. He did a roll. And then he did a re- the coolest one was he did that sharp like Mission Impossible one, you know, Mission Impossible 5 or whatever. Uh, or, yeah, 5 when he like skydives down mm-hmm. like, really fast. Um that was really intense, and we had goggles on. It was really cool. But right when you pull the chute, it's dead quiet, like silent for like five minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> it's just so awkward. So he's just sitting there, and he's like, "Like I'm not kidding you." He's like whispering, talking to me because it's just so quiet. He's like, "So, uh, what'd you think of it?" And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "It's like this. It's like you're with a prostitute for your first time, and you just had sex. Like, so what did you so think about losing your virginity?" <laughs> Yeah, leave it to me that to make skydiving an awkward experience. I was just like, uh, it was cool. Thank you for the experience. And he's like, yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> leave and we the had money four- on the counter. <laughs> yeah. And we had like four minutes and like 20 seconds left. <laughs> so what, how fast, when you say that terminal was a velocity part, how fast are you falling? Did they tell you how fast you're going to be falling? Um, I think... I think it writes it on his little, he has a little, like a thing counter on it, mm-hmm. like basically looking at it. Um, it's, it's a, what's it called? An altometer. There you go. And then it was like in kilometers, like 200 and something kilometers, like a hundred and something. Oh, you're using the metric. You, you're using the metric system. We need to stop this conversation immediately. <laughs> like this is America. Get that right. So saying miles per hour or horsepower, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three thousand kilometers per. Hold up, that, that's not calculated on horsepower though. What is two? What is like two hundred and something? It was like a hundred and something miles per hour. I think like. Uh, yeah, it was like a hundred and like fifty, hundred and forty miles per hour. You're just falling free fall. You know, do that's you, the fastest you, you can fall. Are you flying over? I mean, are you falling over like the ocean or like some type yeah. of series? Mexico? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like big ass ocean and the other side, I noticed because um, I learned a little, I guess, geology as we're in the air. He's like, so like that because it got awkward and we needed to talk more. We had like four minutes left. He's like, so that's Mexico over there. <laughs> oh, really? So you could have just basically like float into Mexico. That's the first thing I asked. I'm like, yeah. so if we just like free fall right now, will we make it to Mexico? And he's like, yeah. We will. But then he's like, we'll get arrested. Yeah. He's like, we'll get arrested, but you'll make it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, man. Then No, that's pretty cool. Because me and my girl were watching the challenge last night. And mm-hmm. that happened to be the cha- the challenge. You would... You free fall, you have to memorize a map. And this is like MTV, like road rules, you know, that challenge. Nice. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's basically you, you, they, you free fall and you have to see a puzzle and then you would mm. have to do the puzzle once you land it. And there was this girl, her name's Big T and mm. she was dead scared to do this. Like this is her main fear and she did it. And she was the first one. And you know what the worst part of it for her was? She was sitting right next to the door. So she had, she was like crying when this was happening oh, like, and you know, but damn, then you're free. So I, like, was in, I was into Rubik's cube solving back then. And then, mm-hmm. so, so I asked the skydiver like, Hey man, I brought it with me in my pocket. Like, Hey man, can I solve this Rubik's cube as we're falling? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that sounds really cool, but that's ultra dangerous. Cause that cube can like slip out of your po- pocket and like rip a hole in the parachute. So, so he's like, no, <laughs> please put the cube down. 
You know, when you should have done it, when you were like just coming down, like literally when you were like, oh. casually with the pressure. Yeah. 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 Did you fall on your butt or how did you naturally glide on your, or did you land on your knees? When you land on the floor, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So when you land on the floor, he also like either he mentioned it and I forgot or he didn't mention it, which is an asshole move to do. Um, and I'll tell you. So if you ever skydive, you don't shit your pants like I did. Uh-huh. So right before you land, <clears throat> maybe like a thousand feet before you land or some shit. He pulls this thing, which then drops you down to his waist level. Oh, so you yeah. feel like you're going to fall. Yeah. So like basically what happens is like when he drops you down there, like you land or he lands first then you land some weird technique happens basically. And that's why he has to drop you. So I thought I was falling when he did that. Imagine you're like a thousand feet in the air and it just clink. You just drop it down a little. Right. So I just fucking screamed. And there's like another minute left of quietness after I did this. So he's like, you're right. I'm like, yeah, what was that? Like did something come apart. And he's like, no, remember I told you or some, I don't know what he said. He's like, you drop down a little lower than I do. For, so one can land properly. I'm like, Oh God, that was so scary. He's like, Oh, it's cool. Don't worry. You're all good. So basically you run in place really fast right before he lands. Oh, wow. So you so have to you make get sure a running you start. So you got to make sure you to. don't fuck up. So this girl uh, behind us fucked up really bad and she face planted into the, the, the grass uh-huh. and she just slid as, as the instructor <laughs> landed. So that's, that's it's not cool. that terrible, but it's pretty bad. Like five miles per hour land. So I feel like that's one of the cool jobs to have like as like a young guy in his 20s and like always, I'm pretty sure you it'd be really fun to be like the guy that like always takes up like the hot girls, you know, like I wonder yeah. if there's like a thing like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna take this hot girl up. And then afterwards, yeah, they have this fantasy of like, yeah, I'm totally going to hook up with her. And then she's gone. Never. She just jumps out of the plane and out of your life. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Damn, man, you, you no, know, dude, man, you're fear. Like, that's really interesting. Cause my mind went like completely different. Mine was like when everybody was buying game stock and all those Reddit stocks and it was just going nuts in like february for for like two weeks oh it's recent and yeah that was like my biggest fear of missing out moment mm-hmm. because i'm like everybody was doing this everybody i knew that was even like <clears throat> casually i had a family member that you never heard talk about stocks had bought like i don't know how many shares of amc mm. and in the back of my head i'm like should I buy? Should I buy? Should I buy? And here was me. Like I bought Dogecoin, you know, like it just yeah. went up like a few percentage, but like, I'm like, man, did I just miss out on like the greatest opportunity to make a ton of money? And mm. I feel like that's what has kind of happened throughout this entire pandemic too. If there was people that were working from home, making money or didn't have to have any bills or they're younger or teenager or something like, or just finished college and they're just getting unemployment money. They yeah. were just putting their money in the stock market and just like piling it up and racking it up. But like, I don't, I I necessarily never had a fear of missing out. Like, but like those things like really itch up. I remember I was in a group text message with my friends and I saw the numbers going up. It's like, Hey man, it's going up. It's not, it's not too late. And these were people I had, I have, I know somebody that made over a million dollars. Oh my God. And, but they, but they risked it all. Mm -hmm. Like they, they took out like money from their 401k and was like, YOLO. And this wasn't someone that was like a teen, like in his 20s. This was someone like in early, like or mid 40s. And I'm like, you think it's the best thing to do? You got kids, you know, mm-hmm. but he sold and he made his money. And Jeez. I'm like, good for him. But yeah, man, 
That seems like a sick ass fear of missing out. I, I didn't think there was like a real trend that everybody wanted to skydive. I mean, my girl skydived and she was yeah. telling me about it. I, I think like a lot of people skydive, but I feel like that's kind of like a trend. Like bungee jumping was the thing. Yeah. People wanted to bungee jump and then skydive. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of what the next trend is or like space dive. Space dive? Yeah. Ooh. Or I wanted to do the next one I was going to do and I had signed up for it, but kind of like bailed out. Um, <clears throat> was uh i wanted to do high altitude jumping that's like Ooh. over over eighteen thousand feet um those you're are really worse cool. yeah you wear oxygen full-blown like literally mission impossible oxygen suit kind of thing it's really cool but isn't that shit expensive because i feel like yeah. when you skydive it's maybe like 300 bucks or 200 bucks yeah it's 250 when i did it the high altitude one is like 800 bucks Jeez, that seems yeah. a bit too much for an experience that's maybe like 10 minutes but Oh no, that was like eighteen thousand was starting. There's higher ones, like twenty five thousand. I think it was some Jeez. crazy shit. Yeah. Are you trying to be like Richard Branson, do crazy stuff, and hopefully become no, a millionaire? I mean, you can see the substratosphere at that point. I think so. It's pretty intense. Like you can see the curvature of the Earth. I mean, that that's pretty that cool. Is, that is some intense stuff, man. I mean, the I guess you don't want to risk anything now because you got a baby on the way, huh? That is true. So yeah, I was having a fear of missing out back then, but. I'm good now. <laughs> when, when, did, when did your girl uh, jump? Maybe like five years ago. Oh, that's cool. It's, not, it's pretty recent. Yeah, she just didn't care. And like, it's very untypical for like Armenian households to be like, oh, let my daughter jump out of a plane. Oh, she told her parents before she did it? Yeah, parents were there and paid for it. Oh, shit. That's I don't boss. Know. I that's don't badass. Know. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty. I can't do that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get nervous going on a fairy go round. Not fairy go though. What's it called? The wheel. It's just... Carousel? No, not the carousel. the old ones. I love uh, carousel. It's a merry go round, yeah. The, not, not the merry go round. The thing, the, the wheel, the whatever circle in Santa Monica. But I, I have the type of personality oh. that, like, it's the anxiety to the built up to the actual event than the actual event itself. Because I feel like when the event is happening, you've lost your mind. You're already, like, screaming and doing it. So, like, whenever yeah. I would sit on roller coasters, I just hated hearing for, like, two hours in, like, Magic Mountain or Disneyland, <clears> someone <throat> just screaming, screaming, screaming. Like, what's happening to these poor people? Why am I in this line? Why do I want to get scared? Yeah, Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. That's that's exactly how I felt with the, with the jump. I told you. The buildup going up was insane. That destroyed me more than actual jump itself. Yeah, I think at this point, you kind of just want to jump out of the plane because you don't want to keep going up. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah. Well, anyways, you seem to highlight the events. Mine was pretty boring. No, yours uh, had much more consequence, I'll tell you that. Consequence? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, like, huh? like, uh, like financial positive consequence. Mine was just wasting money and jumping out of a plane. Yeah, but yours had way more financial. Yours consequence was like life and death. Mm, I think it's really safe now these days, you know, like back then too. I mean, I don't know, like apparently like, the. I mean, you had to take a quick 20 minute thing, that course or whatever. It's like in a bunker um, on like how safe it is or how safe it isn't. And it was pretty intense because what the part that freaked me out was we had to sign this waiver that said if we die, like our family members can't sue anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little iffy, but the guy was like, listen, the likability of things like that happening, um, we have redundancies, we have like two parachutes, so it's like, it's not likely. 
And at the same time, that, how dangerous that, it is. that skydiver, actually, this is what he that lives for. Like, he doesn't want to die. Well, actually, you don't know that. He yeah. might be someone that wants to take it. It's like, if I go, I'm taking Rob with me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A suicidal yeah. skydiver. Like, what a, what a like short-term career choice that would be. I know. Anyways, I feel this conversation has come to its conclusion, bro. Peace out. 64th episode. It's me. I'm Mario. Thank you so much for playing my game.